0: I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit carvana.com today. Okay. Welcome back to my cooking show. It's not my cooking show, but we're still in my kitchen. Um, We're still in my kitchen and I have a little bit of a Friends episode, uh, Phoebe, when she loses her voice and then all of a sudden is an incredible singer singing Smelly Cat. That's kind of what we're working with right now. And if you don't get that reference, then I'm also going to make fun of you later on in my podcast and you probably live in L.A. So, um, yes, here we are. If I uh, at any point this episode sound phlegmy, it's because I am. So we're trying to wash the phlegm down with white wine, which is working well, honestly, I'd say Uh, I should be a doctor. I am a doctor. Um, I went to LA. So I got back on Sunday and I do not, for someone as unhealthy of a lifestyle as I lead, I do not get sick. Like even my friends, is like, this is so weird. You never get sick. And I've been sick twice this month. I don't know if it's like, it's all sinus related, but this ties into the story later on. So last time we talked, I was going to LA and I did in fact go to LA and I arrived on Wednesday I started getting sick on Friday. So this is important to the story because um, the downward spiral that I felt I thought was alcohol related, but I was actually indeed getting sick. And you know what's even fucking crazier? I was like, it's got to be the smog. I'm just not used to the smog. And people were agreeing with me. People were like, it's probably the smog. I was like, you know, hate that smog. Not like this Nashville clean air we've got going on here. Okay, so the reason I went to LA was for a revolve trip. I have been trying to get into the crevices, deep into the booty of Revolve for so long. First of all, I fucking, i be selling. i be selling Revolve, okay? I only wear Revolve, but what I'm wearing right now is Revolve, this is not an ad, okay? But I only wear Revolve, so to give a little peek inside of the world of influencing, basically, I respect Revolve for one, building a huge company off of having all these influencers, that's how they got huge. Two they kind of like reward us, which is nice because yes, we make money. But with Revolve, it's a lot more like it's based on sales. So for instance, if I do an ad on Instagram, I'm going to get paid a flat rate. Love that. That's fantastic. Revolve doesn't do that. Revolve kind of operates in this like contest mentality, which at first I was like, what? And now I kind of appreciate it because for instance, someone could have a million followers and I might get invited outside of them getting invited because I proved that I could sell more Revolve that week. So I like fuck with Revolve for that. I think it's really cool that they're kind of rewarding people for putting the proof in the pudding because as we know these days followers aren't everything. So you guys are fucking loyal. Y'all come through with my engagement and Just like sticking around and this is for the Instagram people. If you guys are only podcast listeners, you're also loyal and I also love you. But it's kind of cool to see like reap the benefits of of selling. So anyways, like I said in the last podcast, I could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman wearing white gloves, baby. Let's go. I still want to be a used car salesman. One of my best friends from back home, Brantley, she actually is a car salesman incredible one and like comes from a long lineage of just absolute fucking fire car salesmen who have like dealerships and stuff and she was like bitch come on down you can be a used car salesman anytime and I was like all right bet I will when all this fucking shit crashes and burns one day so I go to LA for revolve and here's the thing it was super cool it was awesome I loved it really I did so they all have themes so where I seen you guys have seen I, I don't know if you have or haven't but there's this thing that revolve does called revolve around the world right and there are all these trips that you go on. I mean fucking goals because these girls are just shaking their asses on yachts in Italy. And I want to be there. I would like to go to there and I would like to shake this ass there. Okay. So I was invited to the Super Bowl. Okay. It, let's just dive into this for a second. I was invited to the Super Bowl to go see JB up close and fucking personal. Just smell Justin Bieber for all he's worth, right? And um also Drake, Drake also performed. I was invited to all this, like Flights paid for hotels, everything just like you won. You're a top seller. Congrats. And I couldn't go because I had other obligations. And at the end of the day, this is a good life lesson. There will be countless cool opportunities to do in life. You got your people. You stick by your people. I had planned for months and months and months to have this, um, trip with Grayson. Grayson's a guidance counselor in high school. When she takes time off, she's taking time off. Okay. She comes. She also it's announced on Instagram now, so I can say it. She's pregnant. So early stages of pregnancy I was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to go to L.A. for the Super Bowl. See, Drake, see Justin Bieber. She's like, I can't do all that. I'm pregnant. I was like, oh, my God. Got so excited. Was so happy for her. But at the end of the day, she was like, go, go, go. Like, do that. That sounds so fun. I would never want you to miss out. And I thought about it. And I was like, I don't know if this is my ego talking, but I was like, you know what? There'll be other cool shit I'll be invited to. And while, yes, that was like very, (laughs) really cool. And I'm really sad I missed it. I had so much fun with my actual friend from back home that I just adore and love. And we sat there and ate chips in bed and watched TikToks with double chins. And there's something to be said for, I know you guys know this about me. My biggest thing about friendships is loyalty. And I don't mean you need to like, like, you know, cult leader, follow me. I just mean like, I need to know that you're there for me because I ride or fucking die for my friends. So I want them to do the same for me. So in this one instance, I was like, no, I'm going to hang out with my best friend from back home in Nashville, like we planned. We're going to go to Casey Musgraves. We're going to have a good time. It was a fucking great time, by the way. If I met you there that night, love you. I had just a spectacular time. I I guess I can't imagine me and Casey Musgraves' demographic is like super parallel, but I met a lot of people there (laughs) at that concert. I also was wearing like a bright green sequin dress with a giant red uh, bun. So I wasn't really like incognito. But all that to be said, this was the first Revolve trip I actually said, yes, I can go on it. Are you ready for this? Drum roll, please. It was a fucking wellness weekend. Bitch, I am not well. I am not an overall well-being. And y'all know that. And if you're listening, you know that. You know that about me, okay? I have literally dubbed myself the porta potty body, and I'm okay with it. And here's the thing too: I was like, am I gonna look fake as fuck going to this wellness weekend? And here's also the thing. A lot of my friends <laughs> DM'd me if I posted like a fucking salad or like a sound bath. And were like, bitch, what you doing? And I was like, listen, I'm leaning in. I'm leaning in because I'm down for trying new stuff. Do you guys know who one of my best friends is? Anna Grace. Go to Anna Grace's page. What's she doing? She doing all that stuff. The girl oozes health and wellness, okay? So you don't have to like be that to try it out. So anyways... Uh, in balance. You know what I mean? Anna Grace is friends with me, not because she loves her health and wellness tips for me, but because we're just friends. So I said, I'm going to dabble. I'll dabble in the health and wellness. So first things first, the first day is a sound bath. I never been to a sound bath. I said, I'll give it a, I'll give it a whirl. We'll give it a twirl around the block. I think I know what it is. I think I've seen Kendall Jenner, you know, do the do a little sound bath things on her Instagram. She always looks hot uh, when she's doing it. So sure, I can do the sound bath. Except. I had gone out the night before and I got fucking hammered. Hammered. I don't know why. I just, I mean, just couldn't help myself. All my friends are going out that are there and we were like, let's go to Craig's. Never been to Craig's before. Paparazzi was there. They put the cameras down a second. I walked out. They knew I wasn't famous. They know. They know. Okay. They know. They just, it was like flash, flash, flash. I walked by, they put them down. I was like, okay, could you guys fucking pretend? Could I get one flash? Just a little sympathy flash? I don't know. So we go, we have a great time. We go to the club that night, bottle service. Some hockey team was in town. I don't know. It was fun. We just had like really just an overall great time. And then with just copious amounts of shots, 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 shots. Everybody. I woke up the next morning and I'm like, oh my God. I have a sound bath I have to go to. Okay, cool. I am verbally assaulting myself in the mirror, because it's the only thing I could do. It's the only thing I could do. I was pointing at my, just picture this. I'm looking at a mirror in this hotel. I'm pointing at myself finger and everything being like, you are a dumb bitch. You did this to yourself. Now you got to pay the piper. You wanted to go out. Is that the right even fucking saying, pay the piper? I don't know. I don't know. Producer Courtney's like, Shannon, I don't ever, you always ask me these questions that I don't know. I'm always looking at her like, is that right? She's like, "None of it's right. <laughs> nothing you say is right. So I'm like, I got to pay the piper. You did this to yourself. Like I would have paid 1 million. I would have drained my savings for an IV at that moment because this is my first revolve trip, you guys. Like I got to fucking strap in and act like I've been here before and just like, you know, do all the things, shake hands, kiss babies. I can't be like, oh, sorry. I can't make it to the very first event because I'm hungover because I'm a loser and old. So I was like, I'm going. So I'm like, literally I tried everything. That's that like dunk your face in cold ice water. No, that just made me gag. And then like everything just made me gag. Like my Uber driver, I was like, can you put the window down? And he's like, oh yes, um, I can. He started talking about COVID regulations. I was like, this is a hangover regulation. I absolutely not. Oh Lord, 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 Lord. So I get there. I'm like, okay, Really, honestly, I go into like fight or flight mode, and once I arrive to the destination, I'm I'm okay. I'm just like pure performing. I'm a goddamn actress, and so I'm like, this is great. So it's a sound bath, which is kind of nice because as far as like the wellness weekend activities went, this was the one where you just lay there. Me needed to lay, okay. So, so there's all these mats, and you know, I'm like. Uh, it's very fucking Southern. So I'm like schmoozing. I'm like, Oh yeah. Talking to everyone being so kind and whatever. And then like, we had to put these outfits on and I'm like, you know, no worries. If not, I am the meme. That's like, no worries. If not, it's like, please don't kill my whole family, but no worries. If not (laughs) like, and so I was like, I'll take the blue one size small, but if you don't have that, no worries, no worries. So I don't know if they just assumed like, Oh, what a sweet kind gal. And I was, I positioned myself in the back of the room, back mat, Back right corner. I said, this is a safe zone because they're filming and recording the whole thing. Okay. Oh, someone touched me on the shoulder. Hey, do you mind? For the- No one took that very front spot to the left next to the instructor. Do you mind uh, going over there just so it looks more filled out? I said, absolutely. No worries. No worries. It's not <laughs> absolutely no problem. So I go. I mean, again, it was fine. I'm being dramatic because you really just have to lay there. Sound bass. Um, Anna Grace, again, one of my best friends, she loves a sound bath. She loves all that shit. It, if it works for you, I am so happy for you. Do you know what works for me? A crisp glass of Chardonnay. This is Pinot Grigio. A crisp glass of wine is what works for me. Different strokes for different folks, you know, tomato, tomato. It is what it is. All I'm saying is they're just not my thing. Cause the whole concept is just to meditate and like bring your mind back to your body and just like Think about your body from top to bottom. Honestly, frightening. Um, and she was like, Bring your mind back to your body. If you have caught your mind drifting away, we're like, Yeah, bitch, it's been drifting for a while now. You should have said this one a bit ago. And she's like, also, she's not a bitch. She was a wonderful lady. I don't want to call her bitch. That was just a term that I use for a lot of people that I love and like. Okay, I'm gonna never be invited back on another trip. Damn it. Okay, but she's like She's like, bring your mind back to your body. I will say it was relaxing, but my brain just doesn't work like that. It was like, it's all over the place, right? She's like, bring your mind back to your body. I'm like, that's a great point. I'm starving. That Good point. I am hungry, okay? Then I'm like, okay, okay, think, think, think. She's saying top to bottom. Start at your head, move down to your shoulders. I'm like, my second grade teacher had large shoulders. She was about a broad lady. How did she ever find those dresses to make her? Like, I just can't stop. Like, my, like my brain just... I know guys, I could be diagnosed. I haven't been to the doctor. I am sure I have some form of ADD, ADHD. I don't know, I don't know, I don't need to know. All I'm saying is this is who I am to my core. No drugs, no alcohol. I hadn't had any, like I was just hungover sober. And This is how my brain works. It is a scary, scary thing But this is how my brain works. So I did the sound bath and I did, like I said, it was nice to lay there when I was hungover. The vibrations of the sound bath were kind of soothing. Overall, I'm not sure I'm the breed of person who benefits from a sound bath. And that's okay. Because we have wine, you know? So um, after that, what was it? Oh, this is so funny. So I did enjoy like all the other, the Revolve Social Club is really cool. You can like shop there. You know, Revolve has been online for so long. It's kind of cool to feel the pieces in person. I was like, whoa, this is different. And then they had like a bunch of stuff, like beauty stuff and like skin stuff. And they also had, um, I got like a B12. (laughs) This is funny. I got a B12 shot, which if you don't know, B12 is just like an energy shot. And I go in for it and I'm like chatting with the people. Again, me just always trying to be like, like, thank you guys so much for being here. Like, this is great because I mean, it was all being gifted to me. So I can't stand an influencer who just assumes she is owed the world. Like there are people out there like that and they're fucking nauseating. Like everything is not free. Everything is not for trade. You know, I talk about it with my other friends who are in photo, video, hair, makeup. I'm like, you trade when it makes sense for you. And that goes for me too. If it makes sense for you to do my makeup for free, do it. If you're gonna get clout. If you need some other form of payment, ask people for money. And if you're listening to this and you're in the service industry, yes, influencing is a great, great, great way to start your business. I just told someone the other day who's starting a spray tanning business, I said, you got to give some free spray tans away to some ladies who need spray tans and influencers because that's how you're going to get your name out there. The mobile spray tanning business is beginning to be a little saturated and you got to get your name out there somehow. So give influencers free spray tans. That is not to be said that you should not be compensated and, and really owed money for your work because influencers posting about you, don't pay the fucking bills. And I know you're like, that's real rich coming from you, Shannon. But if there's one thing about me, I am always here to pay my people, do right by my people. And if you're out there as a creative, then you need to fucking charge people. Raise your rates. Everyone raise your rates. I was just telling producer Square the other day. I'm like, raise your rates for me too. Okay. Um, but so anyways, so um, I was getting this B12 shot, and I was being very kind and nice to them. Wow, I really can't go on a tangent, huh? I'm being nice to him, talking to him, and they're like, "And we're today, we're doing because there's a bunch of options. There's an immunity shot, there's a B12 energy shot, there's a beauty wellness skin shot." And I'm like, yeah, "I'll do the B12." And the girl looks at me dead ass. She goes, "You seem like you already have a lot of energy." And I go, "Yeah, I get told that all the time." But honestly, I was like, "Well, damn, okay, should I not get the shot?" And I said that I'll go. Should I not get this one? She goes, "Oh no, I'm just saying you're already so lively." I was like. I'm so lively. So I loved the whole concept of the Rolf Social Club, except for, and I know you guys know this about me. I just am not a workout fiend. I've been doing Pilates lately with Taylor, and I've really been enjoying that. It's a lot of like stretching and moving, but like core work. You don't sweat. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, but I don't sweat when I do it. And I appreciate that about Pilates. Um, I enjoyed doing that, and and I'm not I'm just not a very high intensity workout kind of gal. Just you're not you're not gonna catch me at berries. You're not. I don't want to go. I, I don't want to do it unless you want to sponsor this podcast. And I love berries. Um, berries Camp, Gosh, they they dim all the lights. Everyone's hot. Everyone's so hot, and they're all just sweating, and they're all just like so good, and they know exactly what the instructor's about to tell them before they tell them, and they're just hot. And then I'm just like exhausted. <laughs> And don't look good. Okay, so yeah, Barry's Boot Camp. It just never really felt safe there. It doesn't feel like a safe place for me. So Pilates feels safe for me. So I get this email from Revolve uh, right before I go. And it's like, hey, Shannon, we saw that you signed up for the spa treatment for the B12 wellness shot, um, sound bath. We'd love to get you in for a workout because like the whole weekend was just like workout. It's on Saturday, eight different times for each day. I was like, what? Oh my gosh, I'm such a silly goose. Me? Silly. What? How could I not have signed up for a workout class? Yeah. Let's let's do that for sure. Okay. So you guys saw Katie Austin on the podcast. She was actually teaching a class because she's an incredible, as we talked about before in my podcast, incredible fitness instructor amongst a million other things. But she was actually teaching and hosting a class. So I was like, okay, fine. Me, the silly goose, who forgot to book the workout class and only did the spa treatments. (laughs) It's my wellness weekend, okay? It's my wellness weekend, too, and I wanted those things, all right? So I signed up for that class. I did it. Honestly, I could not fucking walk for two days later, and even Katie was like, that was – I couldn't walk either. That was tough, but I did it, and it was great, and the wellness weekend – the wellness weekend was well – it was well. I – I definitely enjoyed the clothes more, like looking at all the clothes. There was an 818 tequila event. I thought that was fun, bougie, cool. Kendall didn't show up. It's fine. Um, Other than that, yeah, I'm excited to be invited on a trip by Revolve where I'm like shaking my ass in Italy. I would just love that. If you're listening to this and you work for Revolve, I will fucking throw. I will sell like anything. I'll sell anything you need me to sell to be in Italy with you guys shaking my ass on a yacht. So that's that. Let's talk about L.A. Um, Okay. L.A. was interesting. I got a text from my friend who was like – MC actually texted me. You guys know MC. MC texted me and she goes, oh, my God. You look like you're thriving in L.A. First of all, it was great for my skin. I'm going to be honest. It was just very dry there and nice. Um, And not great for my voice, clearly. But she was like, oh, my God. You look like you're thriving in L.A. Would you ever move there? And I was like, "Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, Everyone in L.A. Here's the thing about L.A. Everyone – Every single person there, they're 18. You can't convince me otherwise. Every person there is 18. I swear half the girls were going out with cute, fun, like influencers, like having so much fun. We would like go out for the revolve event. They were using fake IDs. I was like, wait, hold on. They're, Cause I don't know. Cause they're like 20. Okay. I also, I'm exaggerating. I know I do that often. I don't mean to blow up their spot, but a couple girls were using fake IDs and I was like, oh my gosh, this is just such a crazy concept to me. I'm like sitting there at a, a bar one night before we go out to dinner and I'm like talking. I don't know. I was just telling a story to one of my friends and I was chit-chatting and this girl, I could see that she was like studying me, not in a mean, rude, judgmental way at all. I could just tell she was really honed into what I was talking about. And she looks at me when I was done and she's like, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah, for sure. She's like, how old are you? And I was like, first of all, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> shit i go uh 28 no and here's the thing i don't care i'm 28 i love that it's great i'm so happy for me um i got 28 she was like yeah that's what i was thinking and i'm like oh no if you're watching this i'm just stabbing myself repeatedly with a figurative knife in my stomach i was like yeah that's what i was thinking too because i am me and i know how old i am fuck like, honestly, I was just like, yeah. And she's like, no, like, I think she saw the look in my face. And of course, like me, I, like I always like go back. I always try to like, uh, you know, um, deflect with humor. And I was like, yep, tough, right? Fucking tough. And she's like, no, 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 no. And she was. She was so, so, so sweet. She was like, no, no, no. I could just like tell, like, you just seem like mature. And I was like, I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. I think you just think I look old. Fuck. No one says I'm mature. You think I look old. Damn it. But you know what I did realize? Don't dress like them. Because that's the immediate giveaway. You can't dress like the TikTokers because then they're like, oh no, who's this old lady? I look like the fucking uh, Miss Frizzle on a magic school bus. I'm trying to wear these crop tops and little like doodads that they wear. You just, you look old. I say dress slightly your age, mostly your age. And then you just look like the cool chick who maybe, uh she's been around the block a couple times. Mentor. You look like someone's mentor and you still, you deserve to be there. Yep. So, uh, yeah, dressed, dressed appropriately while I was there. Didn't try to show my labia in any skirts or anything. I left that up to the 18 year olds. They crushed it. They fucking listen. They've got rock hard stomachs. I never seen anything like it in my life. I really, I think they've been working. Here's the difference. We grew up Like eating like fucking Funyuns and watching all that and just like living our lives. They grew up with the internet in their face and it sounds pretty fucking bleak to me if you ask me. I, these girls have been doing crunches since they were 12, I think. Like they have just been getting after it, ready to fucking do the TikTok dance for a very long time and they're fucking crushing it. I never seen, I never seen so many low rise skirts, shorts, jeans in my fucking life. And I know I sound like the old bitter lady right now and I kind of am. I like, I mean, congrats on being hot and young. You absolutely crushed it. So next thing's next. This is all the timelines before I'm getting sick. Right. So my friend Katie Austin, I already brought her up. I ended up working out with her on Saturday. Who knew I was not well then? I thought I was just hungover. really. Actually, I was just not well, must've been the smog on Thursday. She is literally the best. She goes, Hey, do you want to go? Um, Thursday was St. Patrick's day, right? my time to fucking shine. I was like, um, I have no plans. I made no plans for the whole weekend because I just hoped and assumed fingers crossed some things would happen. And Katie was the shit and Katie was like, Hey, let's hang out on St. Patrick's day. Um, do you want to come with me to this party? I'm like, yes, absolutely. She's like, cool. It's at David Dobrik's house. I'll get you on the list. And I was like, she, you know, what she said, she goes, do you want to go? And I was like, yes, I would like to go to there. I would like to be there inside of there. I want to go to there, Katie. Yes. And, you know, Katie's so used to the stuff. I was just like trying to play cool, but also like this is fucking cool. And then my other friend, uh, TK, if you guys follow TK Juicy Polls on Instagram, she's the shit. Taylor King, she has a podcast too. I'm going to get a little podcast swap going on with us. Um, I text her immediately. I was like, I feel like you're 100% in with the blog squad. Are you going to be there? And she was like, oh my God, yes. Perfect. So I'm like, oh, I know two people. And let me tell you, there's something to be said. Katie Austin is such a girl's girl. She was so wonderful and so nice. Like, obviously like it was David Dobrik's house and he was having a party. It was a collaboration for this company called who which sidebar, not an ad. Like I had no idea what it was at first. I was just like, I want to go to David Dobrik's house. Yes. Um, But it's this, it's this company and they made me a page. So it's basically, um, this, I know it's not an ad because I'm sure I couldn't talk about competing, competing, whatever, um, sites, but it's like Linktree. So if you're a creator and you're listening to this and you have a Linktree, I get it. I've always thought Linktree was smart and wonderful, but it's a bit analog. And to me, it kind of looks like MySpace vibes. Like I'm not really into it. So I've never put one in my bio. This is like a really cool alternative to that. And it's just like way doper, way more interactive. You can see videos if you guys want to check it out, it's Hoobie. It's spelled like H-O-O dot B-E, And I just, it was really cool. Plus I threw the party that I went to. So thank you. Mucho. Gracias. So anyways, Katie knew some of the people putting it on and she was just so dope. Like you guys, you, any, name a TikToker, name a YouTuber, name anyone fucking famous. They were at this party. There was only 150 people there. And Katie was walking around to every single one of them, which every single one of them knew who the fuck she was. Okay, big deal. And she like, brought me around to everyone and was like this is my friend Shannon she has a pocket this is my friend Shannon I couldn't count the amount of times that she said this is my friend Shannon and I know we've all seen that meme circulate around or the the quote that's like um in a room full of opportunities I'll mention someone else's name but like that is really who she is to her core and I I try to pride myself on being like that but to watch it in action and to and to honestly to benefit from it from someone else just felt like Honestly, made me kind of email. I was just like, this is just so nice, and I'm sure she didn't even think twice about it because she just is this kind. But I want to live in a world with more Katie Austins because that was just in that space. Like, I hate to be judgmental, I really do, but I just am. In the world of L. A. and TikTok and YouTube, you don't have to be like that. You can be a bitch, and everyone wouldn't fault you for it, right? And the fact that she just went out of her way to be so fucking inclusive and nice. I just really appreciate that. Okay. That's all I have to say. And I love Katie and I really appreciated it. and It was fun. So fucking 50 cent comes out. I'm like, what, what? I could smell his breath. I was so close to him. Like honestly wild. And I know a lot of people there, they probably thought it was like old school. I think I heard someone be like old school. And I was like, okay, we're not all right. Oh, no, I did see Noah Beck saying all the words. Um, so that was comforting. I like that. I'll, I'll you know what? I'm going to go up and like a lot more of his TikToks because of that. But yeah, um, I was very much here for it. The party was great. And I just had a fun time. OK, who else did I see? Oh, Olivia Jade. Talked to her for a little bit. Honestly, so fucking pretty. So, so beautiful and so kind. 10 out of 10. I give Olivia Jade 10 out of 10. Um, I was the least important person there by far. 100%. Everyone probably thought I worked there. I don't know. I should have just started passing things out and no one would have thought otherwise. Um, I What did they pass out at the end? They passed out macaroni and cheese that had THC in it. It was like shells, like not made macaroni. It's like a picture of a bag of Easy Mac and then it was already had like pre-made THC. But then I thought about this. I brought up a good point. I thought to myself, I said, wouldn't you want to already be high when you eat the mac and cheese? Why would you want to eat the mac and cheese, get high and then need more mac and cheese? I don't know. I don't remember the company's name. I think it's a cool concept. But they were passing that out at the end. I thought that was cool. Everything was, you know, what? I thought it was all cool. And maybe I'm showing how uncool I am right now, but I thought it was cool. So uh, what else is going on? So that was L.A. And then the rest of the trip was great. Honestly, I had a fun time in L.A. Other than towards the end, I could feel myself getting like ill. And then I got on the plane and my ear did this weird like I got like pressure or fluid trapped behind my eardrum. It's all been I, I kind of feel like I'm in a fish tank right now. So I don't really – that wasn't a vibe. But other than that, the rest of my time in L.A. was just absolutely chef's kiss. Had a great time. My first Revolve trip went well. Again, would still love to shake my ass in Bali or Italy or something on a yacht. But, um, yeah, I'll continue to take what they give me. And what else is up? Oh, Wi-Fi guy. Let's see. Um, Yeah, that guy got a lot of priorities, that guy, which I appreciate and respect. But you know what? It's hard to not feel just like a tiny bit butthurt whenever – you feel like you're making someone a priority and then you're like I'm not even cracking the fucking top eight on his and that's dicey and you know again we've never met so it is what it is and maybe we're just gonna have to do that because I'm getting a bit burnt out on the on the text message because how much can you really learn from someone just texting like now it's just like how's your day going which again I appreciate that and I like that I'd probably be sad if he didn't ask but like I don't know. Like it's hard with not not a lot of Facetimes because time difference and both of us are just busy. Whatever, blah blah blah. All of the excuses are valid. All I'm saying is like because we're both busy people. But I guess I was maybe making a little bit more time, and you know that always makes you a little like womp 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 when you're like oh shit. I think I'm making him more of a priority than he's making me. That doesn't feel good. So yeah, I don't know. We'll just have to meet in person, I guess. I'm not like. I'm kind of, like I said, just a little burnt out on the texting. But what can you do? But I, I, I don't know. TBD, guys. So, yeah, it's just – it's tricky. It's all tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, But that's the world we live in these days. Throwback Thursday, though. I am <laughs> – I am going to go on a date tonight with uh, – it's almost autumn. You should give those titties a chance. You guys remember that one? It's a bit cold outside. I'm not sure if I'll be giving the titties a chance. You know, we didn't talk for a while. Again, uh, he's a bit busy. I'm a bit busy. I don't know. Should we come up with a better nickname for him? It's almost autumn. Give these titties a chance. I feel like that resonates with you guys, but it's pretty long. So autumn titties. (laughs) So autumn titties just like randomly popped back up and was like, Hey, I'd love to take you to dinner. And I was like, okay, sure if we recall this is the same guy that after we were done having sex for the first time because we talked for a little bit you know last year (laughs) said looked at his dick and said come on man we're better than that like no don't do and the worst part is i laughed because i thought it was funny i thought it was funny but save the jokes for after the sex you know what i mean like post-coital like let's do a little le- less laughy a little more cuddly but like it made me it did make me laugh like dead ass like i mean instantly after you're done having sex come on we're better than that like looked at it like that like looked down at his own shit it was like we're better than that i don't know like honestly i thought the sex was fine i don't know why he said that i guess i, I don't know anyways maybe i'm a little scarred though because the last time we went out last year uh which was you know it was kind of recent It was like november or something. He said, and I quote, we like went to dinner and he hugged me when I got there. And he said, oh, why are you wearing so much perfume? He actually said, what are you wearing? And I was like, close. Like, I didn't know. I like looked down. I was like, close. <laughs> I thought he was making fun of my outfit. It was like kind of like casual. I was like, huh? And he goes, no, like so much perfume. And I was like, I don't think I am. He says, and I quote, no one your age who is also alive should be wearing that much perfume. That's what he said to me. I guess I wasn't wearing that much perfume. I was so self-conscious about it that I went home probably just because he looked disgusted. Like he really was like, Oh God, so much. I was like, what the fuck? Like I've never heard that in my life. Like ever. I've worn the same amount of perfume, the same brand of Like I was just, (laughs) I was so floored. Was that why he didn't talk to me for a while after that? I don't know. But I go to Taylor's house right after and I give her the whole scenario and I did. I go, okay, so go in to hug me, like hug me for like two and a half seconds and and tell me, be like, because I was like, maybe I put an extra squirt on when I left because I forgot I already had some on this shirt. I don't know. She was like, you're really overthinking this. I was like, you didn't see how disgusted his face was. He said, no one my age, who is alive? I don't know how many fucking dead people my age. he's smelling or hugging. It's bleak. He said, no one should smell like this. She goes, I mean, I smell your perfume, but no, not like he's saying. I don't know. I was, I was a bit scarred. So let me tell you. I'm going to be fucking using dial soap and no fucking perfume when I go out tonight. But we'll see how that goes so until next week how it goes. Who, who could be too sure? Who could be fucking too sure? So that was my week um, in LA. That's what I'm going to do tonight. And now I'm trying to come up with a funny... I was talking to producer Courtney about it. We're trying to figure out if it should be like, ask Shannon, shoot the shit with Shannon. Shoot the shit with Shannon is kind of long. Um, someone said probably an answer it like probably a podcast, probably an answer i i don't know i don't know so anyways this is the segment it's coming up but i would love to have a segment that i could go like this on the video on youtube and something cute would pop up okay so here we go let's hit me and again i love it when you guys put your actual voices i know some of you are typing them out but like i don't know how to explain it's just like it hits deeper when you put your actual voices in so we're gonna we're gonna play some okay so first of all shannon i'm obsessed with you second of all (laughs) one thing i wanted to ask you was within your friend group has there ever been drama and have you ever come to the conclusion that there's maybe someone in that friend group that you don't want to associate with as much but it's so hard to disassociate because everyone's so intermingled within the friend group and how would you recommend going about that Um, or do you just bite the bullet and deal with the person who's not that great and deal with it okay so I have actually a very long-winded answer for this Sorry, who? Me? Long-winded? Never. I have two stories. One is a friend that was very, very intermingled. So it was my first roommate when I moved to Nashville, actually. Um, a just overall bad experience. So I loved her. She was awesome to this day. I will defend how funny she is, how just much fun I had with her. Like I could name, and here's the thing about friends. You become friends with them for a reason. No one's out here just befriending shitty people, right? They bring you in with something that you love, right? So to this day, I will never knock or discredit how much I loved her. And really, truthfully, I could still find reasons I loved her, I'm sure. And, you know, she, this is this is seven years ago. So let's just remember that. Um, I'm sure she doesn't. <laughs> I am sure she doesn't listen to the fucking podcast. But all I'm saying is, um, yeah, this was bad because... I met all of my long, long, long standing friends who I'm still best friends with in Nashville through her. She loved Toxic Crate, Red Flag, a girl that says you wouldn't have any of these friends if it wasn't for me. The other friend I'm going to talk about that used to be friends with me, that was the first one of the first things she said because it's, listen, everything is a learning experience, right? I'm going to put my wine down, hold on everything is a learning experience. So actually this friend, my old roommate, seven years ago, when I first moved to Nashville, she was very helpful for a recent situation I had about a year ago with a friend because I was like, red flag, red flag, red flag, because I remembered these things. So just try, when you're doing all this stuff, like you just said, like, should I bite the bullet? Yes, because you will learn from it and you will grow from it. And again, cliche, dumb, whatever, but like hearing these things, it sucks. It's like being cheated on, right? Your friends could tell you you were cheated on. Fuck him. Don't go back to him. This girl, you're gonna go back to someone over this is a different story for a different time. But I'm saying, like sometimes in life, you cannot do it until you learn the hard way and do it yourself. So sometimes friends, situations that be like this. So we had all the same friends. Let's say, I mean, I'm still best friends with like four of the people I met through her. Mary Carlos, one of them. My friend Dugan's one of them. Like I had I have very core group of friends through this person. And in the beginning, she was wonderful and then awful. Awful, awful, awful. I don't need to go into the specifics. Just a downright terrible person to me. Okay. Cruel. Cruel is a good word to put it. Just cruel. And my friends saw it, right? And I was the youngest one in the group. I still am um, back to the LA girls. Like, I've never felt old in my life in Nashville. I've always been the youngest one. I've always felt good about my age, whatever. I was the youngest one there. So, I totally understand that I'm easy to pick on. Bitch, my personality is easy to pick on. But I also can take it. I'm not someone that's sensitive. I'm not someone that gets overly upset, whatever. But she was just downright mean and horrible to me. And so my friends saw it. These other people saw it. And they were like, yeah, that's really weird. Like, we don't know why she acts like that towards you. And then a couple of my friends called me and were like, hey, are you okay? Like, one time I remember specifically we were out in out She was just so mean to me in public. She was just brutal. And they were like, are you good? Like, we saw how she was talking to you and what she was saying. Like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Because I was too afraid to ruffle the feathers. Because, like you said, we're all so intertwined. Like, what am I going to do? Stop being friends with her? And then I'm not coming to the parties. Like, they're not going to tell her not to Like, it's just all so weird. You feel so uncomfortable. So here's my advice. I know it's not great. I eventually it had gotten on too far because here's the thing. I don't fault my other friends for still remaining friends with her because they are grown ass adult women who were like, we see how she treats you and it's not fucking cool. And we understand that you don't want to be around her. We understand that. I mean, we stopped living with each other. Um, we understand all of these things, but like she's not done anything to us and she's a good person to us. So we do have to still be friends with her. And I was like, I get it. I would never not. I would never ask you guys not to be right. So, I still came to events, still came to stuff. We were very cordial with each other. It was what it was. It it is what it is. It was what it was. All those euphemisms. And it was slightly awkward, but we still were like, "Hey, how are you good? How are you good?" We just didn't live together anymore. We didn't like converse in that like depth anymore. Guess fucking what? And I can guarantee you this will probably happen for you too. Eventually, she did the exact once she didn't have me anymore, once I removed myself as the punching bag, she did the exact same thing to the other ones, right? And then they saw it. And then luckily, not for me, but for them, they were like, oh, whoa, 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 wait a second. This is what you did to Shannon. Now you're doing it? uh-uh. Now you're doing it to us, no, 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 no. And it was so much, lucky them, like I said, quick, cut off. I mean, no one, everyone's like, we're not dealing with this. You're not a good person. We don't like this. No. She literally is not friends with any of us anymore. None of us are, none of us are friends with her. So, you know... It sucks because that just takes time. That just takes time. But at the end of the day, like, you know, sometimes it's brutal and that's how life works, but people show their true colors. You remove yourself from the situation. You take yourself out of the equation. She's got to find someone else to punch, you know? So she will. And then your other friends will be like, damn they'll see her for what she is if you take yourself out of the equation because right now you just seem biased you just seem like we don't get along and everyone's like well y'all don't get along it is what it is wait until they feel that way and then all of a sudden they'll be like and wait and one plus one equals wait wait wait! you did this to her too Uh Uh-uh, we're not doing this i don't know if that's the advice you wanted but that's my personal experience with it from a, a friend that's very intertwined in the in the friend group now let's talk about a friend that's not very intertwined into a friend group okay I had a friend about a year ago who, uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, was really just kind of friends with me. My other friends were certainly nicer and kinder, but they don't really fuck with her. Um, they didn't tell me that towards until the end really, but like, because they're also grown ass adult women who aren't going to be like, we don't like her. Like, she's not good for you. They were like, Shannon looks happy. They're having a fun time. But it was like the second I expressed, like, I don't know if she's nice or this is, this keeps happening. She's like doing this when we're out and doing this behind my back. They're like, okay, bitch. We've been meaning to say something. And I'm like, whoa. And then you take your friendships that you've had for six, seven years, and you're like, they are not being mean girls. They are looking out for me. And then you're like, why don't you tell me sooner? And then they're like, well, Shannon, what were we gonna do? You're a grown-ass adult woman who, if you like someone, you like someone. Like, it's just because you're not our company doesn't, you know, we're not gonna interfere. And I get that, because that's how I would be too. So for my advice on that, is what I did in that situation. I got to a point where this person had done so many things that I was just like what 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 that i sent her a text message bullet pointed all the things reasons said and i and i quote i cannot associate myself with someone that does these things x y z x y z she wrote back i've got a lot of issues with you too i could tell you the bullet points sure 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 i'm sure i'm sure And yeah, I decided that was not a friendship I wanted to work on. I didn't want to grab coffee or tea to talk about it, to try to make up. I didn't want to do any of that. I wanted to disassociate myself from that person. It was a bit easier because no one else in my life really, there are for sure awkward moments, but luckily for me, like there wasn't that many, I don't really hang out in the same crowd. I mean, she, yeah, I didn't have to like see her out very often. And when I did, we're both adults, we're cordial, it's fine. But like, yeah, I mean, I nipped that one in the fucking bud, didn't look back twice. My life has been less dramatic and more happy because of it. And you know what? Hers has probably been too. I am sure she would go on to say, I was, I'm better because of not having her. Sure, sure, sure. All of it Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not just saying that. I'm sure we were toxic people together, okay? I will take responsibility for whatever parts of me she didn't like, too, because I can't imagine she liked me that much for the things that she did to me. So, Sure, I brought out a side of her and she brought out a side of me. Let's call it even fucking Steven, right? At the end of the day, we are not friends anymore and that is fine, but in that scenario, if you're not intertwined with someone like that, if even if it's just a couple people, like I remember mine was like a couple people, like Max's boyfriend and like a couple people, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. And those people in your life will understand. Like I am still friends with people who are very good friends with her. Very, very good friends with her. And, and it's fine, because like I said, she's got a lot of great qualities. There was just some tumultuous shit that did not we were oil and water, her and I. So you know, it's fine. Cut those off quick because there's really nothing to lose other than finding peacefulness and happiness. And again, I'm sure she'd say the same thing about me. So it is what it is. <sighs> I'm exhausted. See? So I'm not friends with these people anymore. Hi Shannon. My name is Brooke. I'm a huge fan of yours. I am just curious what your end goal is like what are your career goals? What's your what's your big goal? Um I know you're working on probably a ton of projects and whatnot, but I'm just wondering just what your end goal is. End goal. End goal is so tough. And people ask me this all the time. Like where does Courtney asked me the other day, pretty Courtney? like what, what's your five year goal? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. And then I did I thought about it with her and I would love to become a better interviewer. It's like being an influencer I find comes so naturally to me. So easy to just talk on Instagram with you guys all day um, podcasting feels natural. It does not feel easy to me. It feels very natural, but still to this day, I'll look at Courtney and we done. I'll be like, was that good? Would you tell me was that honestly, was that good? And she's like, yes, but like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as easy. It challenges me every day. And so in five years or in goal, I would just love to be an incredible interviewer. I'd love to be like, no questions asked. I can take anyone on and just interview them because it's easy to sit here and talk to you guys like this, like individually there's a lot of pressure with getting someone else in your chair and wanting to make sure that there, When I'm, I've done podcasts before where I'm like, do they not even fucking look one thing up? Like, they just want to sit here and like, there, there's like awkward lulls where they're like, yeah, so what have you been up to? And I'm like, no, this is running to a friend at a grocery store. This is so we know, like, I want to be just an elite awesome interviewer. I want to just be in the thick of it in the world of like entertainment and hosting and whatever. That's just like what I would love to do. That's what I think I could do well if I just practice. Practice makes perfect. So yeah, um, I would love to see myself doing a bigger version of this like on a grander scale. That'd be awesome. I'm happy with what I'm doing. I just want to do more of it. You seem to be a good mix of loving yourself and also working on yourself to continuously grow. And I think a lot of people get so wrapped up in loving themselves that they don't see the areas of themselves um, that need some work and they don't take the time to work on that. So how do you balance loving yourself and accepting yourself for who you are, but also loving yourself and um, loving your friends and family enough to work on yourself in a way that makes you a better person as well? Well, lucky for me you fuckers tell me all the time what's wrong with me, what I'm doing wrong, how I'm doing it wrong, what I could do better, boom, 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 in my face, not the nice ones, no, but you know what, it's, um, it's very visual for me, whenever you guys don't like something I do, when the internet, and of course, like, I was telling British Courtney the other day, there's, there's, for every one, like, mean thing, there is 100 kind things, but, you you pick up on the mean ones. And I learned a long time ago to stop being like a fucking loser. They're fucking jealous and they wish they were me. And to think, hey, why did they say that? And sometimes I say, I looked inward. They are a sad person who is projecting their sadness onto me. I feel bad for them. Go on with peace and I hope you find some tequila in your life or some dick. Then there are times where I look into something someone might say. I, I'll, I'll bring this up. Um, Episode with Jalen. A lot of people said... You interrupted him the whole time. I'm here to tell you, I edited the podcast. I edited out parts where I interrupted him. So y'all didn't even hear how many times I actually did it. It is a huge issue, okay? Like when I had a podcast with MC, I was always, I just, and I don't do it in a obsessive, like egotistical way. I just have so many things in my mind and I just blurt them out. I had to look within and I, I was like, all of these people wouldn't be saying this if they're, I, okay. And I worked on it. I work on it every single day. And here's here's another thing. If you're not someone who, you know, has the joy and loveliness of a thousand people telling you what you should and shouldn't do on the internet all the time, like me, um, I find working on yourself to be the right thing to do whenever I have someone in my life like Anna Grace, Taylor, my parents, right? Like my ex-boyfriend was wonderful. I want to be a better friend, a better relationship, like partner, a better daughter to these people who are doing so good for me. And do they fuck up sometimes? Yeah, 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 sure. But honestly, not as much as me. So I think it's the right thing to do is to work on yourself because I mean, Anna Grace could not be more there for me. could not be more like attentive and give advice and do all this stuff. So who the fuck am I to not be a good person back to her? So when I notice that I'm not listening as well as I should be, if I'm not doing this, 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 I, it just comes in my brain and I'll send text messages all the time to people. And I'll be like, I feel like I haven't been paying a lot of attention to you, or I feel like I haven't been doing this, and I just wanna apologize. And every time they're like, bitch, you're fine, you're busy, you're good. But like, I think it's important to always check in with yourself and be like, what am I doing that might not be great that I'm doing this? So I don't know. Anytime someone gives you criticism, like I said, sometimes, yes, it can be jealousy, whatever, whatever, but a lot of the times, more time than not, You should just look internally and think, is there some truth to this? Did they have a really bad delivery, but is there some truth to this? I remember I lost a friend, um, uh, like, I don't know, like three, four years ago. And the reasons she didn't like me were valid, you know? And that was a point in my life where I just wasn't a great person. I was 23. I was just a shithead. And, like, I look back at that, and I'm like, I remember being like, why doesn't she like me? And now I'm like, well, yeah, I wouldn't like that 23-year-old either. I just wouldn't. So... It's just good to be self-aware. Again, talk to producer Courtney about this. I'm like, if you are just, you got, you got the memo about yourself. If you can be self-aware, then you can also be self-aware enough to work on it. It is a work in progress every day. I still interrupt people. I still over talk. I still do all these things, but I know to, to my core, I'm working on it. I work on it every single day. I wake up every day and I think to myself, talk less, listen more, talk less, listen more. I mean, I swear it's my new year's resolution every year because I'm trying. And if you're trying, that's all you can do. And the people who are like, ew, you're not trying hard enough. I'm like, well, okay, well then bye because I'm trying, I'm trying. So that's my answer. All right. Well, that about wraps it up next. Now I've got a lot of traveling coming up. Um, it's like for little things like baby showers and, um, friends launch parties for cool, exciting collabs are doing. And I'm just going on like 100. That's another reason I was so scared of my ear. I'm like, is my eardrum going to rupture in the air? TBD on that. Like, I hope not, but Um, A lot of travels coming up, but I will be back with you guys next week. I hope, fingers crossed, we're going to try to figure out scheduling now that my baby girl's moved so far away. Hopefully, we can have Anna Grace on the podcast next week. I would love to catch up with her. I know you guys miss her. So, um, yes, I will see you guys next Tuesday. Love you.